Hey everybody, welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. And today we are discussing Noelle Next Door, the very first movie in Hallmark's Countdown to Christmas. Marathon. Marathon. It's going to be a marathon. Dun, dun, dun. Megan suggested that we make a Rocky type video. <laughs> Prepping for all of our Countdown to Christmas. I, I kind of Watching it. and reviewing. So this is technically a bonus review to what we had planned to review. Yeah. I think it's just because, like, I was some peer pressure from our Facebook group. Not that they said, like, you guys need to review this. They just, Mm-mm. everybody was talking about how good it was. And I was like, well, wait a minute. Now I got to go back and watch it. And then I watched it. And I was like, I, spoiler alert, I really like this movie. Let's review it. So Megan's like, oh, should we do two? Yeah. Now that you've watched it, let's review it. Well, I watched it before. Because the watching but not... is the hard part. The, for us. Time-wise. Time-wise. Yes. Yes. But I watched all four. Mm-hmm. We're not going to review all four, though. No. Have you watched all? No. I've watched three. I was... Of the three that you watched, what's your favorite? We Wish You a Married Christmas is my favorite mm-hmm. of the three that I've watched. We have yet to watch We Need a Little Christmas. Mm-hmm. We will watch it actually before this episode airs. But I think it was a strong start. And I will I will tell you right now, this movie was not one that I was looking forward to. It was not on my radar as one to watch in excess of the ones that we needed to watch. Right. But as you said, our Facebook group came in hot and said this was a surprise success of the weekend. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that we watched it. Yeah. If you uh, think otherwise or want to join the bandwagon, just search Girls Gone Hallmark in Facebook groups. Come join. I'll leave a link in the show notes. Yeah. I, I love it there. Speaking of where to find us outside of the podcast, Wendy has relaunched our Girls Gone Hallmark Instagram. It is a a brand new home for all things Girls Gone Hallmark. We're really glad that you found us in our new home. Thank you for finding us over yeah. here. We'd love it if you would find us on Instagram and follow along with everything Wendy is doing over there. She is killing it. I appreciate that. It's hard. It is a lot of work. <laughs> it's a lot of work. I say this to Megan, who does like all of our stuff for our other, <laughs> for our Megan and Wendy stuff. It is. You're doing Thank it, you. though. You're doing a great job. High five. High five. High five. Let's do a quick Hallmark Channel news and notes check-in. Yeah. So I took a look into some of the reviews for this opening weekend. Okay. All four opening weekend movies did fall short of their (gasps) viewership for 2021. Really? In terms of the first three movies, the first three nights. I'm shocked. However, let's put it in context. So I think what's happening... And it's not me who just thinks this. This is, you know, everyone on Twitter who's talking about this is cable subscribership is going down. There are fewer people available to watch these movies. So as Sleepy Kitty Posh says on Twitter, she believes that Hallmark is still the biggest fish in a shrinking pond. We wish you a Merry Christmas still did better than anything that wasn't sports. It was the number one show that wasn't sports in its time slot. They're doing well In the areas in which they can compete. If you compare numbers to numbers, it does look like they're not doing as well. Again, this was October 24th. It's pre-Halloween. We're not even really into the Christmas season. Mm -hmm. But it is something to think about. I do have, prior to Countdown to Christmas, the top 10 Hallmark Channel debut movie rankings. Okay. I have a guess. Would you like to guess... Sure. One, two, and three, it's got to be the the wedding bell. You're almost right. Oh. One, two, and four. 
I believe movie three would be a surprise to you. It's Butler's in Love. Really? Yeah, which we liked. Yeah. The Wedding Veil Unveiled did have a higher share of the demo Mm -hmm. than Butler's in Love. Okay. They had fewer viewers. Got it. All right, let's talk about news and notes for... Noelle next door. Let's do a synopsis first. Oh, okay. I forgot. (laughs) This follows a single mom as she gets into a war of words with a neighbor who is ruining Christmas, only to find that this misunderstood grouch just may steal her heart. Hmm. News and notes. Filmed in Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. And Mm -hmm. here's what I like. Mm. Actually, during the winter. Probably the biggest highlight for me. It's not. I'm just excited that they... Filmed it during a actual cold season when there was snow. See their breath. I loved it. It feels believable to me. I love it when that happens. Sometimes that happens with movies that are filmed late in the season. Mm-hmm. We sometimes get that. But this was filmed last winter. I watched a interview with director Max McGuire. Mm. And he said, that was really funny. Mm, you reminded me of Rick Dees. Do you remember Rick Dees in the morning? <laughs> yes. That's what it totally just oh, reminded no. me of. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. <sighs> anyway, in this interview, he said that he... He shot a lot of the movie overnight, so it would be, like, dark and really cold, and it was really cold. I saw photos from We Wish You a Married Christmas. They're like, it's 3 a.m. on set. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, man, that's a rough life. Could you imagine? Yeah, but it's 10 days. Like, how hard could it be for 10 days when you got, like... And I assume they're not, they're like getting time off during the day. I'm sure. Speaking of Max McGuire, he has 25 directing credits on IMDb. Mm -hmm. Lots of Lifetime-esque type movies. Mm -hmm. And you know what I mean by that, right? The cheerleader who murdered my mother style Yeah, stuff like that. But he also directed the most colorful time of the year, which is set to premiere on Hallmark on December 9th. Indeed he did. Remember, that's the one about the colorblind person. Yeah. Keith Hemstreet adapted this screenplay from a novel, which I'll talk about in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, he has three writing credits that are all 2022 Hallmark movies. Yeah. The Ghost of Christmas Always, The Most Colorful Time of the Year, directed by Max McGuire, and Noelle Next Door, of course. I mean, he just churned them out this year. Really did. Uh, how exciting to be a writer and be like, yo, I got three movies <laughs> and Countdown to Christmas this I'm year. I'm doing it. Uh, that's exciting. As mentioned, this was based on a novel by Annabelle Acosta. The book was called How the Grinch Stole My Heart. Mm-hmm. Do you know anything about this book? Absolutely nothing. I read a review that it was a little bit naughty at the beginning. Ooh. <laughs> so, you know, Hallmark adapted it as, sure, sure. as fit for their demo. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, and, of course, the original title of this movie was The Grinch Who Stole My Heart. Oh, they were going to use that? Yes. That title. Hmm. Hmm. Corey Sevier will also star in Lifetime's Christmas on Mistletoe Lake on November 10th, as well as Christmas Plus One, but I don't know when or where that will be airing. Okay. I looked. I looked everywhere. I could not find it. Well done, Corey Sevier. Three Christmas movies? I'm impressed. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, and, of course, Natalie Hall and Corey Sevier starred together in Road Trip Romance earlier this year, and they both had fall movies this year. I can't recall if I liked Road Trip Romance. All I remember is they carried those ugly-ass suitcases that had their toys in it because they were pitching toy I brands. I do remember your, your disdain for the suitcases. Yes, but I don't remember anything else other than they were, like, former high school rivals, and then they had a 
car broken down and to drive across whatever i think i think it was a middle of the road enjoyable i i didn't hate it Mm. okay what's your first impression of this movie my first impression of this movie is that the promotion failed hard for this movie, it was so much better than I expected. Oh, I agree 1,000%. The sneak previews that they were showing, like, in the weeks leading up yeah, were, like, the kid coming in and being like, he stole my ball. Like, who cares? Nobody cares about that. Like, Show I, the scene where he scares off the mean guy in the diner. Yes. Oh, my God. That was a great scene. I thought that was great. Yeah, that scene stands alone. Right? That, yeah. like, builds up your hype and you root for this guy. Yeah, I don't know. Promotion department needs Unless to have a talk. it just wasn't edited well in, uh, early enough. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Or they're like, here, here's 10 seconds of this movie. Yeah. I agree. I think the promotion failed. That's a great point. My first impression is Corey Sevier yelling the equivalent of get off my lawn kills me. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about what we liked about Noelle Next Door. All right. I got quite a few. Me too. Go for it. All right. First, I haven't always loved Natalie Hall movies. Uh Uh-huh. I think she can come off like too cutesy uh-huh so unfortunately like that was one of the things why i was like I'm, I'm really not interested in watching this movie sure sure but now i realize i think it was maybe just the movie or the script because i thought she was fantastic in this i agree wholeheartedly i said i think we've shed the fit for a prince shackles right yes because fit for a prince was an early on movie for us right that we reviewed and i was like this is terrible it was not good and unfortunately that is the original impression i have of natalie hall in my head it is part of the reason why we didn't review her fall movie Mm -hmm. because we had these preconceived notions i a hundred percent agree with you she's completely swayed me in this role Yes. Yeah. There's lots of little things I liked about this movie. Go ahead. Loved the fake cereal branding. I felt like the props (laughs) department must have had so much fun with that. Uh Although it was funny that they're in the cereal aisle and they're using fake cereal names, but they're using real cereal taglines. They're like, it's great. Frozen flakes. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that branding popped for me. I just, it gave me real like shopping in my pretend grocery store Mm. vibes, which Mm -hmm. is a thing that would have totally brought me joy as a child. I loved that her date was kicked off of social media for spreading misinformation, (laughs) was a flat earther. I just was like, I think the writers had a great time with this movie. I think so too, because there was a lot of like funny jokes. The tampon scene. Yes. Which was like, I know... I had seen a lot of, like, feedback, even in the IMDb reviews of this, like, oh, my God, there was a tampon scene. Like, never seen that before in a Hallmark movie. And I just, like, it's such, like, a realistic thing for women. But it was just so funny where she's like, yeah, it happens every month. You know? (laughs) Yes. Look, one of the hills that I will die on is removing the shame from periods. Right. I feel this strongly for my daughter because I grew up feeling very ashamed. Like, don't let anybody ever see me buying pads or Mm. see me carrying one or knowing that I need one right now. Like, that was horrifying to me. No, periods are not shameful. This is something that our bodies do. Let's demystify it. Like, yes, this is what happens when we normalize these things in our movies. What's wrong? I wish the writer of this movie is a man, right? 
Yeah. So bravo. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, wait a minute. I was confused with the last movie that we just reviewed. But yeah, a man wrote this movie. So I can't appreciate that. that- uh-huh. So I wasn't completely sure about Corey Sevier. I trip Don't doubt yourself, man. Every single time. Anyway, but I thought the two of them like generated a lot of like flirtatious chemistry. Like when they first show him like come outside, I was like, oh, he does look like a curmudgeon. He got better throughout the movie. Their their interactions together were always warm and lovely. Yes, exactly. I loved the character of Noelle. I thought she was like so loving and so kind and Mm. so patient. Mm -hmm. Just sweet. I have a question, though, for you. Mm -hmm. Previously, we have criticized Hallmark for not using actors that have real-life health conditions or impairments. Mm. What was the movie? Heart of the Matter? Mm -hmm. Anyway, I wanted to know, like, how you feel about Corey Sevier, who is an able-bodied actor playing Mm -hmm. a person with a health condition. You know, that's a good question, and I hadn't thought about it, and it didn't bother me in the watching. And as I sit here, I'm trying to wonder if it should have bothered me mm-hmm. based on previous criticisms. I don't have a good answer for how I feel about that. It's okay. You don't have to have. <laughs> Do you? I don't know. I feel the same way. I'm like, well, I don't know how it's different from previous criticism. Mm-hmm. It feels different, though, but I can't quantify why. Yeah, I hear you. Okay. I don't think like, oh, yeah, I should be coming for Hallmark in this moment. No, I I understand. Good point. All right. I enjoyed the story because I thought it reflected real life. Mm -hmm. Like, I know a lot of people like like to, like, escape reality Mm -hmm. with their entertainment. But I like that Hallmark, their opening movie for Countdown to Christmas had the following. Divorce. Mm -hmm. Co-parenting issues a full-time working parent, an impaired character, and a new word that I learned, an interabled relationship. Oh, look at that. I know. But like, when do you see this stuff in Hallmark movies? I think those are great points. We've been asking for Hallmark to be more inclusive. Right. Did they do that with this movie? I I think steps are being taken. And... To me, this still felt very escapist, very lighthearted. Mm. I don't like stressful television for the most part. If mm-hmm. I watch a show that is stressful or suspenseful, I have to watch a lot of other stuff yeah. to absorb that. Yeah. And so I have a real strong radar for depressing or stressful or downer. Mm-hmm. This was not that for me. Right. I don't think Real so Real life yeah. isn't depressing. Right. Right. It's not euphoria. No. Right? Oh, my God. No. (laughs) So from that, these are things that I like. Like we see Noelle like struggling as a single parent and wanting to give her son like the best Christmas ever Mm -hmm, mm post-divorce. We see Jeremy struggling as he tries to date again and how difficult that must be. Mm -hmm. Like, could you even imagine? Mm -hmm. And I liked that we got a full understanding of why Jeremy doesn't like the holidays and how I felt very seen in this Mm -hmm. moment, how significant changes in one's life can leave these like scars on time. And so therefore you just don't want to. Yes, I very much thought about you when he was talking about that. Did you? And finally, I love that it was actually filmed in the winter time. Yes. I have one last very small like. It was just a quick line. Noel tells Max to go to bed and he's like, 
you know, having a hard time falling asleep. And she's like, no more murder podcasts at night. And he goes, but they're just so addicting. (laughs) (laughs) I have several wishes. Oh, let me hear. Well, first, I wish that Max didn't have a stepmom that just wasn't that into him. Right? But that was really terrible. And I was like, why is the dad trying so hard then to make them like such a family unit if he felt like not welcomed by his stepmother? Well, and my next wish is that Max's dad didn't suck so much, suggesting that his new family with his mistress that he left his wife for was somehow superior to Max spending Christmas with his mother, who is single because you left her. Agree. (laughs) Agree. I was like, what? What a creep. To be clear, I don't think single motherhood is anything shameful regardless of the path to it, but I think people in glass houses here, buddy. Yeah. What a dick. (laughs) I have a really big wish. Okay. I wish that I could believe that these two could live next door to each other and never run into each other. Yeah. I think it is the one huge flaw in this movie for me. Make him live around the corner. Make him live near the school, near the park where Max is, if they want to have this, you know, Max and Jeremy antagonism, put him in their orbit. Mm Mm-hmm. In the neighborhood. So it's still realistic that he could run into her at the diner. Right. But you live next door and you've never seen each other. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I don't buy it. Yeah, I think that you would recognize a good looking man. Like if he lived across the street from you. <laughs> and she knew the other neighbors. Yeah. And they yeah. refer to him as Mr. So-and-so oh, do all they? the time. Oh. Yes. Which I think lends this air of like serious curmudgeon mm-hmm. dude yeah. to his personality when they talk about him. But I just don't buy the, oh my God, it's you. Yeah. When you're literally next door. Yeah. I understand. It was a big flaw. I think so. Yeah. Did you wish for anything? I did. I wish that we knew, we could have seen how Jeremy got to his current state. Mm. Like, show us some flashbacks. They they have him, like, meet his ex on the street who uh-huh. now has a new baby, like, which was... Not even, like, necessary, I thought. Mm-hmm. Like, throw, if he really wants to, like, think about his, like, pat not past life, but life prior, just give us, like, a little bit of a flashback scene, how he was, like, very into his music or whatever, you know, and mm-hmm. then how this big significant life change, like, changed all that. Yeah, I like that. I don't know. Just give us something. Yeah, they wanted us to know that he had been married before and that he had had this life before. I felt like that scene with his wife was so awkward. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know that his ex-wife is remarried with the baby. I, already? Yeah, and there was something about the timing, too. I was going to go back and listen to this, and I forgot. It had been two years. Yeah, so his ex got married and had a baby. Pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah, and when you've been married to someone, you have people in your same orbit. Yeah, yeah. No one knew that she was married. Mm-hmm. No one said, hey, you should probably know this about her. Mm-hmm. So that if you bump into her on the street. <laughs> in the same small city. Like, but she was such a jerk to him. Such a bitch. Like, yeah. if you leave your husband because he has a stroke and is no longer the same person and is kind of difficult because he's having to relearn how to live his life in a body that works differently than he was used to. First of all, I think you're kind of the asshole Totally. And also, like, why are you now mad at him? Because he was angry because his life changed drastically at such a young age? Like, no, lady. Yes. Double strikes for you. Double strikes. Speaking of not nice people, Jeremy's date 
Oh my gosh. So first of all, like you, you're not, was it a blind date? Yes. And this person did not know anything about him. I mean, evidently not. Come on. And her reaction to him was like, she, come, do people act like that in real life? First of all, I thought that was overdone. And I think they needed to sell how miserable it was. Uh-huh. She looks at his cane multiple times upon him approaching. There's like, if you watch her eyes, she's like looking him up and down and up and down and up and mm-hmm. down. And then he struggles to take his jacket off. But she, she's making the, a you're scene. You're making a scene. I was like, are you are you kidding me? Wouldn't you say, hey, can I help you with that? And I thought that scene when Noelle comes over and oh my just God. helps him with his jacket off. Oh, my God. Was just so lovely and I tender. Know. I know. And I was like, oh, I love you. I know. Yeah, she was terrible. Terrible. And what I wonder is, the people who were setting them up, did they not know that she was this shallow? I don't know. So either you prepare her with information that you think that she needs. Mm-hmm. Or you don't set these two up because this is on his friends. Yeah, totally. Because that was terrible. Yeah. Just the same way that like her sister was like, oh, sorry about that date that she right? set up on. Yeah, exactly. Time for Did You See That? Yeah. And I only have a question. Okay. Why did the cheating ex-husband get to keep the house? Oh, I don't know. That's funny. Maybe she was like, I'm out of here, dude. I mean, she she even says, like, he's not giving her any money. And he's like, well, let's let's wait for the courts to figure it out. Because she's like, I've been working hard to pay the bills. Not that you would know anything about that because you mm-hmm. haven't sent us any money. And he's like, well, let's just wait for the attorneys to figure mm-hmm. that out. What a creep. What a creep. I did not uh, catch any mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have just a few. One, Noelle's name tag is spelled N-O-E-L-L-E. Mm-hmm. The movie is called Noel next door, mm-hmm. N-O-E-L. Why do you think they did it different like that? That's a good question. On IMDb, it is spelled N-O-E-L-L-E also. Mm-hmm. I wonder if there's another movie called Noel next door. With the E-L-L-E. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> yes. Perhaps. It sounds like a porn when you write it like that. God, sorry. I hope not. And nothing comes up. Oh, all right. First of all. This is just a complaint, really. Her kid was kind of an asshole. Uh-huh. First of all, you you don't kick your ball against somebody's else. That that was his house. Yes. Like, you if know better. If on your garage kicking their soccer ball and you go out, I would absolutely be like, get out of here, yeah, kid. Yeah, absolutely. And then he can clearly see that his name's Jeremy, right? Mm-hmm. He can clearly see that Jeremy is disabled and he throws a soccer ball at the man. Yes. Like, what an asshole. Yes. And then lies about it all to his yeah. mom. And she says, have you been kicking your soccer ball again? No, mom, I haven't. Oh, no. He's just mean to me. I, uh, this is why I don't like children in movies. Yeah, he was a jerk. He did, he did have his redemption. He did apologize. He yes. did take it upon himself. I was... Happy to see that. But this kid doubled down over and over again about this neighbor being a jerk. Mm -hmm. When I'm so sorry, the jerk is you. Yeah. Uh, The other thing is, as a former soccer parent, soccer tryouts are usually, (laughs) like, there's, like, a summer league and a fall league. Spring league. Soccer season would be, like, over at this point. It's over. Yeah. And he's like, um... Trying out. But kick, I mean, kicking your ball, that's a great, like, drill, but come on. There's like three feet of snow around the kid. Like there's no park nearby or like open space. Right. Do they live in downtown 
New York. There's an indoor gym of some sort. Something. Let's rate this movie. Okay. Go ahead. 4.75 stars. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you rated this higher than we wish you a married Christmas? I enjoyed it more. You did? I did. Yeah. I thought the... Wow. I thought in both movies, the writing was really great and really? the actors were really great in each movie. There was something about this one that just gave it a slight edge. That's so fascinating to uh-huh. me. 3.75. Oh. Uh, that's a really high score for me. I think that's still a good movie. I think I'm still nervous about the number of movies to come. And I guess there's no reason why they can't all be four and five star movies. They're not going to be, though. They're not going to be. <laughs> and then I'm going to regret giving this movie a low rating when we get to a real stinker. That's what's really hard is like rating these in real time because you can't go back and be like, uh-huh. well, wait a minute. This uh-huh. one was better than this one. And we'll figure that out when our tournament bracket comes out, right? Right? Yeah. Okay. Thank you for listening to this episode of Girls Gone Hallmark. As always, we love all of your engagement with the podcast. Follow us. Leave a review. It's our favorite thing. Join our Facebook group, Girls Gone Hallmark. And until next week, happy watching. Bye. Bye.